Today is Tuesday, July 19th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is brought to you by Grove Collaborative. Grove carries hundreds of products aimed at replacing single-use plastics across your home and personal care routine. Join over 2 million households already shopping sustainably at Grove. We're starting today with the attack on reproductive rights, but I promise it will get less terrible after this. Extensive reporting from the New York Times on the reality of healthcare in the aftermath of the Roe reversal paints a dire picture of women whose lives were put at extreme risk due to doctors' refusal to act for fear of being prosecuted. There have now been a number of situations where women have been miscarrying for numerous days, continuously bleeding and at risk of hemorrhage and infections. However, their doctors refuse to perform DNCs, which is the typical treatment for such a situation, but also happens to be the standard procedure for an abortion. A recent study of two Dallas hospitals reported on 28 patients whose water broke or had other serious complications before 22 weeks of gestation, but they were unable to receive medical intervention until the threat to their lives was more immediate or until fetal cardiac activity stopped. Patients waited nine days for treatment on average, and 57% of patients ended up with serious infections, bleeding, or sepsis. In one case, a woman in Houston had miscarried and there was no cardiac activity, but Walgreens refused to fill her prescription for an abortion medication until they could receive extra approval from their corporate office. And then once they agreed to fill the prescription, she had to tell the pharmacist that the medication wasn't for an abortion. In case this all didn't seem particularly pro-life to you, I now raise you the Idaho Republican Party, who voted on their platform over the weekend and rejected a proposal to add language that would allow abortions to save the life of the mother. And while that platform is not technically law, it is technically the guideline that the Idaho State Republican Party wants its elected state officials to follow. Right now in Idaho, a trigger law banning abortion was passed in 2020, which included exemptions for reported rape or incest, or to protect the life of the mother. Now that law is being challenged in the Idaho Supreme Court, but if it's not overturned, it will take effect this summer. Now to remove the exceptions and bring the law in line with the platform, the Republican-led legislature will have to change their trigger law, which they will have an opportunity to do when they're scheduled to meet in January. The Republican candidate for governor of New York, Lee Zeldin, is facing claims that he submitted fake signatures to get an additional line on the ballot in the November election. For clarity, Zeldin is technically the Republican nominee, but he also wants his name to be under the independent party line on the ballot, which is allowed under the New York voting system. However, it is not allowed to turn in fake signatures in order to reach the threshold of 45,000 signatures, which is required to get that additional ballot line. The New York State Board of Elections has now scrapped almost 13,000 signatures out of the approximately 52,000 that Zeldin's campaign submitted, claiming that they were photocopies of previously submitted signatures. Sorry, Lee. If you want to buy followers, maybe try Instagram. Dr. Fauci announced yesterday that he plans to retire by the end of 2025, after more than 50 years in government. Fauci, who is 81, said, quote, I do want to do other things in my career, even though I'm at a rather advanced age, end quote. Ever heard of relaxing, Tony? Hopefully 2025's 38th subvariant won't get in the way of his retirement plans. Yesterday was the first day of Steve Bannon's trial on two criminal charges for his failure to comply with the congressional subpoenas from the House January 6th committee. 
Most of the 22 potential jurors were selected yesterday, and the trial is expected to move swiftly, with prosecutors planning to only call two or three witnesses, though it is unknown how extensive the defense will be. You know, I try to be inclusive, but I had no idea that the constitutional right to a trial by your peers extends to hobgoblins. And finally for today, we have kind of a weird story involving Representative Benny Thompson of Mississippi, and it is not related to the January 6th committee. Thompson is asking the DOJ to investigate the ex-governor of Mississippi, Phil Bryant, for misappropriating $77 million from the Department of Health and Human Services that were intended as welfare funding for the state's poorest families. Not only did these funds not go to Mississippi's most in need, but they actually went to wealthy individuals like former NFL player Brett Favre and retired WWE wrestler Ted DiBiase Sr., whose nickname is, and I cannot make this up, The Million Dollar Man. The funds were funneled through the Mississippi Community Education Center for speeches that auditors say were not actually given. Poor guys. How are these household names supposed to pull themselves up by their jockstraps when they can only make a few hundred million a year? Maybe Starbucks is hiring. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Grove. Grove has you covered with safe formulas and refillable packaging that never compromise on performance. I love Grove because I love knowing that I can trust the brands they carry to be natural and sustainable. And today you can go to grove.com slash announcements to get a free gift set worth up to $50 with your first order. Plus shipping is fast and free. Get started right now at grove.com slash announcements. That's grove.com slash announcements. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.